So, like, what else do you have? Tyrese is living off of... What else do you want from me? He has nothing else. Little Chris doesn't do movies anymore, really. Or music. He's living he off has of all of the money. He's like, yo, I sold millions of records. So your two biggest a- actors with Jason Statham and The Rock. And it's your lowest opening? That's bad. But the other two are speaking right now. On the last stop, making a grand return. Like, yo, who else can, you know, do an intro like that? Just so smooth and seamless. You you feel like you just walked in and on conversation, which you basically just did. So, welcome back to the last stop. I know it's been a minute, but niggas be working and I'm tired. I'm always tired. I work 13 hours a day, so you'll get the episodes when you get them, but you'll get them, you know? But we're joined today by... Uh, the one and only uh, Detroit Tigers great. Did he play for any other team? I did. I played for the Red Sox. We went over this last Oh, time. yeah, yeah. The Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. went over this last time. Uh, it's, and, the, and the Cleveland Indians. Oh, yeah. You're right. Well, this is for the people that don't know, you know? This this could be their first time listening and their last time. So, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you. I hope you come back. Um, but, yeah, everybody welcome Victor Martinez. <laughs> wow, that was terrible. Well, <laughs> I just wanted it to be a warm welcome. But what's up, Victor? Um, let's just, you know, let's let's kick it. You know, we'll talk for a bit. We're going to be here for a minute. We have a great show lined up. We have John Jones calling in to see his takes on the Stipe Miocic, Daniel Cormier uh, f- title fight happening this Saturday at the top of the hour. Um Stick around and we'll have Waj. He's going to be reporting in everything from uh, NBA. Not Waj, his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be reporting on uh, DeMarcus Cousins' injury. Waj is washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his cousin. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. But uh, before we get into that, Victor, what's your favorite Fast and Furious movie? Let's get to know you a little bit. My Sometimes favorite. we don't... We, like, people know who you are, but people don't know why you are, you know? So... I feel like you're trying to get way too deep for no reason. <laughs> This is called interviewing skills, you know? Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. That was a good one. Uh, you had... Oh, let's name them in order, I guess. So you had the Fast and the Furious. You had See, fa- that, two that, Fast and yeah, Furious. It's different because there's the Fast and the Furious, and then there's one that's just Fast <laughs> and Furious. So how do you start from a movie where it's like a guy who's an undercover cop chasing Vin Diesel and now you're driving cars through buildings and now the rocks involved and you got Jay- like this movie elevated to way different levels than it was supposed to but it gradually made it that way to where like when it first happened you were like yeah it makes sense <laughs> like it's the first movie tuna fish sandwich crust cut off and drinking this is before they even had coronas they were like drinking no nope, no nope, they, they had coronas oh he had a corona that's oh i don't remember he, he that's when they when they went back to the house and he wipes the beer off and he drinks the guy's corona oh uh, yeah yeah i do remember that now yeah yeah fast I, and furious like literally vin Diesel was just like all right how can i make the most money over doing the same movie over and over again and i'm pretty sure they got the cars for free because they like, do was put product placements and coronas and cars yeah that's how you make a movie. So, Corona, I will drink your product if you... Uh, I already drink your product. Yeah, so just pay me to do it. Or just send just send one free case a month. Eventually, they're just going to get to like Fast and Furious 35 where they're drifting in the nursing home. Well, I think they signed up for eight more movies. 
What are you gonna do for eight more movies? We'll find. Well, Hobbs and Shaw was one of them, so seven more. <laughs> They're literally running out of ideas. But like, to start from like a street racing movie, which was the first one, and then the second one was like undercover Miami Vice type shit with Tyrese Ejecto Cito. Cause what was the third one? Was like, did Tokyo? No, Tokyo Drift came out after I think the fourth one. I think Tokyo Drift was the third one, but it was like out of sequence. Nobody knows about Fast and Furious movies. They're all just there. Yeah, they're already like on Fast Eight. No, no, no. Because Fat Tokyo Drift happens last chronologically. Yeah, I know, but it came out. It was one of the first movies. Like they're still listening to Don Omar in the in the ending cutscene. Yeah, they had. There's nothing better than the Don Omar, the Don Omar, and the uh, Daniel Cardone fucking. Uh, what do you the appearances in the movie, especially that last one, where they're like, hey. even like they're just getting they're they're literally holding on to it. They're like, yo, we gotta get another Spanish artist. They're like Romeo. He's just like, oh, oh I do remember you now. Hey, hey man, <laughs> I seen y'all with the cars and yeah, I, I got thought a nice that was car, really man. cool. It's so nasty. You're so fast. <laughs> oh man, that whip! I saw you do zero to one hundred two seconds. It's bananas. It's bananas. Nobody, yeah, nobody can do it like y'all do it. <laughs> and then he goes to the street race and picks up the fattest chick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and makes he, out with And it. just tongue kisses her down. <laughs> oh, Fast and yeah. Furious. So nasty. But yeah, so in chronological order, it's going to be Fast and Furious. Then you have Too Fast, Too Furious. There you go. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Too Fast, Too Furious. But there's a prequel. I don't know if you've seen it. That come, it came out before Too Fast, Too Furious. Did you see that? Which one was it called? It's called the Turbocharged Prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious. I probably. It's like I a little short film that. about Brian. It tells you what happens between the two movies. Um, and then you had another short film called Los Bandoleros. That's where like Vin Diesel goes to DR and shit like that. And then he's like mad Dominican over there uh, with like shirts unbuttoned and shit. And then you had Fast and Furious 4, followed by Fast 5, then Fast 6, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, then Fast 7 or Furious 7, and then The Fade and The Furious, which rounds it out. And then Hobbs and Shaw comes out. There's so after. many ways you could only say Fast and Furious. Yeah. The- the next movie is just going to be called Furious. It's going to be Vin Diesel Moving punching everybody fast. But uh, what what was weird to me is how these street racers were actually like superhumans. Because Vin Diesel's over here fighting everybody, hand-to-hand combat. I'm like, yo, you just drive cars and... Apparently, in between fixing cars, he took boxing lessons and everything else. You know they all have different contracts. Like The Rock has contracts yeah. stating that he can't lose. Like Jason State. It's some WWE bullshit. Yeah, you like, can't hit is... me more than seven times in three minutes. That's, or... that's ridiculous. Why the hell would you do that? I mean, it's a movie. Like I don't think if somebody walked up like, "Oh, you lost to Vin Diesel," but like at the end of the day, would you say that's The Rock? Because The Rock, if he slapped the shit out of you, are you gonna beat him? Yeah, but who do you think wins in a fight, Vin Diesel or The Rock? If they get into an, a legit fight right now, whoever has a steroid next to them, it's over. The Rock, I feel like, is three hundred pounds. There's no way that The Rock is clean. 
The Rock would piss hot right now. I think that shit will melt the tube. But I don't know. I don't know if The Rock does steroids because he eats mad pancakes. And so what does that have to do with anything? Sometimes that makes absolutely <laughs> no. He eats pancakes. He can't do steroids. I eat pancakes. I don't do steroids. <laughs> yeah, but you kind of look like The Rock, so you got to think about nothing it. nothing like The Rock. And, you know, you're a former MLB player. You can't say that you uh, actually did steroids. That what are you would talking be... about? A-Rod's cousin gave him steroids. Oh, yeah. And now he's just like, J-Lo, baby girl, I love you. I love you, baby <laughs> my girl. My girl, J-Lo. Baby oh, girl. Oh, my God. Jennifer. Every time he calls her Jennifer, I die. You know, how, you, know how, you know how crazy it is that she brought him a cake on the broadcast, and then he left it there, untouched. Him, like... J-Lo and his kids came and he's like oh baby girl that's all he says to her baby girl wait on ESPN on on air she brought a cake into the booth and then he just left it there yo well come on A-Rod is dead he don't forget in 2004 he had highlights he had the little blonde tips he's the most anti-Dominican Dominican yo he he just wants to live rich that's basically all he's doing he can't live rich while being Spanish nah he was like yo fuck that First of all, I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican, but fuck both of y'all. I'm Team USA. But I I understood why he wanted to do it. Because him and Jeter, they always had that rocky relationship. Not and always. He created the rocky relationship. No, no. The media did. But they wanted to seem like, the, oh, look, we're on the offseason. We're playing together. Team USA. Oh, look at this. But the I read a, a thing on it, and it was basically the media was like, oh, yeah, they hate each other because A-Rod had to move to third. But A-Rod was like, yo, I'm getting money. Like, I don't give a fuck. They had an awkward-ass interview after they both retired where they had to Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's because the guy was like, hey, so you still don't like each other, huh? <laughs> and like, we're both right here doing an interview. I'm sure it was. I guarantee you they didn't know they were going to do it next week. No, because so it was awkward. for a charity. It's so awkward and tense. No, nah, it was for a charity that they, I think, both owned or whatever. I guarantee they're they giving didn't money to. Them. Look, just watch the interview. It's so awkward and tense. Listen, I have. All right, this is my hot take, Victor. Now, when I say this, don't jump across this table and choke me out. Alex Rodriguez. Is more of a Yankee than Derek Jeter. You're bugging the fuck out. You are super bugging. Hear me out. You're going to say the captain. They call yes. him the captain. Yes. Derek Jeter. Yep. Won multiple rings with the Yankees. Spent his entire career with the Yankees. Is more of a is less of a Yankee than Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez is more of a Yankee, yes. You're bugging out. If you think of a Yankee fan, is he more relatable to Alex Rodriguez or Derek Jeter? Derek, that has nothing to do with anything. Who re- I'm saying he represents the team correctly. How? Remember that fight? How does he represent? Literally, Derek Jeter represents. Clean cut, out of the media. That's the only, nobody from New York. The only thing that he did was like, hey, uh, and I just smashed, but here's a goodie bag. Get out my house. Yeah, he gave out goodie bags with autographed baseballs and a jersey. Exactly. You can take that home. You think he had family? coupons in there? Probably. Like, who knows? <laughs> now, but, now he's like, here's two Marlins tickets. But, but, but here's the thing. So... A-Rod, remember that fight he had with the Red Sox? And then he just looks at the pitcher and he's like, hey, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck. Like, he says it seven times in a row. And then Jeter, Listen, you don't see him. You don't see him over there. He doesn't need any of that. He's going to prove it with the bat. But he doesn't. If you look at his numbers. <laughs> Listen, anything, anything. His numbers are average. He got famous off of being average as a hitter. And they were like, this guy puts in all of the works and puts in those second chance well, not second chance points, but 
Like, you know, that extra effort on the play. I'm like, A-Rod was doing that shit with ease. He didn't have to fucking jump and throw. He could just throw from his knees. I mean, it's kind of easy to throw from your knees when you're on your knees when your cousin's like, here's the needle. Just tip. What is wrong with steroids? Once again, he represents New York. <laughs> Cheating. What do you, you think? Every He's New, Dominican. Every, every New Yorker is on steroids. Every New Yorker knows. Is that why we get mad at each other all the time? All right. When, you, when you're at work, do you do everything by the book? Or if you know something can be done another way, you're going to do it the other way. You're going to do it the other way. Because you're like, fuck that. I don't give a fuck. I'm from New York. They killed Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> These ISIS <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> A-Rod is a New York Yankee through and through. And no, he still fucks with the Yankees. So Jeter was like... I don't want no fucking ravioli, nigga. What are, what are you talking about? Jeter gave you your favorite player that now sits on the bench and gets paid a bunch of money to not play baseball. You, John Carlos State is great. I can't believe we're getting. Stated. First of all, oh my god! First of all, he's I love hurt him so much, and he wants to play. He's he hurt. said not playing is breaking his heart. He's hurt. Every I feel time. for him. He's literally. Uh, Stanton has started rehab. Never mind. He hurt himself during the rehab. Because he's trying to come back too quick. To me, the problem is, and it has been for the last three seasons. Yeah, three seasons. Or how many seasons has Judge been around? Judge? Yeah, this is third, right? Yeah, I think like third or fourth. All right. Yeah, so whenever the Yankees started getting hot. For the past, I would say three seasons, it has to be the training staff. The training staff. How? We haven't really had injuries till this season. No, and last season. The only person I was really... Injured last season was him. Jacoby Ellsbury has been injured since he's no, no. He fuck that nigga. And he's trash. Greg Bird is just always injured. That that Luke Voigt had. And a there injury. there was also pitching injuries. But this season, I mean, you can't. This you season can't. is like last season times five. Montgomery just tore his. Uh, he had Tommy John surgery. That's not like the not the training staff is like oh man. No, no. But like if you were looking at the injuries that happened this season, especially with Voigt, Judge, and Stanton. All of those injuries are because of warm-ups. Like, uh, he had a hernia... Uh, Voight had a herniated disc. Well... You had Ju- uh, Stanton. I think it was, like, something in his arm. I forgot what it was. And then Judge had the same thing because he swung too hard. And that's also on the batting coach. Because the batting coach, the reason their strikeouts are so high... He says he doesn't want no B-swings. He says when you're swinging at every pitch... It's either you're going to give her your A swing and get a home run, or you're going to fucking miss and get a strikeout. Listen, as a getting result, we have, I think, the best record in baseball. Yeah, yeah. And the Yankees are also... And we're doing it with, like, dudes that nobody... Mike Talkman. This is the AAA Yankees. Mike Talkman is Cleaning up. Uh, I don't even want Andrew Harback. Gio Urshel is just yeah. Nice. Gio is crushing it. Gleyber Torres is doing his thing. Um, we were about to sign the the six six Dominican dude from the eight ball video. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the uh, DJ Lemayhew? Oh, he's he, having an MVP like season. All he's literally doing is just making contact. Yeah, and he, he's getting like two hits a game. A swings. That's what the pitch. That's what the batting coach was talking about. But the pitching hasn't stayed healthy you know, all year. I feel bad for Clint Frazier because Mike Talkman is killing it right oh, now. Oh yeah, Clint yeah. Frazier just like I can't catch a break. <laughs> I was the second in line. Yeah, all I had to do was wait for Brett to retire. But no. Kevin, Kevin hates Clint Frazier. He was like, oh, he's been spending all his money on shoes. <laughs> Look at his shoes. He's a little bitch. He's crying. <laughs> Look at him. When he got sent back and he did that interview, he was like, he's a bitch. He can't be in the league. I guarantee you, if the Yankees don't win this season, the like, they don't win at all. Clint Frazier and Andrew Hart are going to end up on different teams. And they're going to get like somebody for pitching. 
I wouldn't move and do hard. Because I feel like the infield, it's harder to get those caliber players. Yeah, but... Like, but the outfield, you could move whoever. Gio, Gio Urshela is, holds down third base better than Andujar does. He hits just as well as Andujar does. Yeah. So he's a like better you're, fielder. You're not you're not really losing anything. You have a black hole at third base right now. I mean, he's not... Uh, Andujar's black. So... He's Dominican. That's black. I don't know who... I don't know... Anyway, so black <laughs> hole defensively. Thanks for that awkward silence that you just called in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> um, but you have that going on. You got Gleber Torres. Freaking... Like, everybody we've signed has just made moves. Who else do you... You got... Um, uh, why can't I think of the, the out uh, camera Maven's killing it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Brett Gardner is just, you know, getting he's bred, yeah, he he's, does the same shit. He's just getting angry at everybody, banging <laughs> his bat. Yo, when shit. he got when he, he got ejected what? for no reason, he didn't even I say, didn't say anything. anything. I didn't even say anything. I didn't even say anything. Yo. <laughs> the umpire at that point is just like, shit. yeah. Know. And then he was like, so are you gonna uneject him? He's like, nah, he still has to get out of here. <laughs> You know what makes it worse is that uh, why can't Aaron Boone goes? Wait, am I ejected too? He goes, no, no, I'm gonna throw you out. <laughs> so Brett Gardner goes, are you gonna uneject me? Yeah, and it was crazy because Cameron Maven was the one that said something. Yeah, and then Brett Gardner is just going off, and Cameron's just like, well, crazy. Yo, wow. it sucks to be you, Damn, man. You're not gonna Yo. release me or anything like that, right? <laughs> like, but literally everybody is stepping up. For and who's Yankees. the who's the pitcher on the Yankees? That uh, I think he has like the most wins on. Oh, here. Domingo Herman. I like him. He literally was trash last season. Yeah, he was so bad. He, he was would just strike garbage. people out. But he'd be like, I struck twelve people out, but guess what? Six runs. Yeah, but probably <laughs> make him can't have it all. Twelve strikeouts. Twelve strikeouts. <laughs> I got a high strikeout rate. Now he's just giving up like two to three runs, and then, like if it's. Like, but they're also playing against the Orioles a lot. Like he played three games, I think, this season so, against the Orioles. I mean, that's that's the Orioles. I'm pretty sure I can pitch against them. And I doubt it. Get some get some results. I doubt it because they're fucking. Their garbage. pitching staff is absolutely garbage. Glaber Torres is just like, oh sweet, you play little league players. Let's go. <laughs> he has thirteen home runs. And their outfield is garbage too. Yeah, well, I think they have like people who aren't even supposed to be in the outfield yeah. playing the outfield. So do the Mets. Uh, but the Mets are making it work. They're kind. Of, I'm kind of getting a little hype looking at the Mets. Uh, like. The, Everybody was like, oh my, the Miracle Mets. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're doing so well. We're doing so well. Look at well. Shea Stadium and, like, and City Field. They're like, oh, who did you guys beat? You know, we beat the Marlins. You yeah. Know, that, that was that was a hard fall. And then I, I looked, I'm like, you guys barely won against the Marlins? They, they Six to eight? So I forgot who they came back against. I think it was Atlanta. No, it was Washington. They were down like three runs. And then Todd Frazier hit a three-run home run. And I think uh, Michael Conforto hit a... Uh, oh, this was, I, I think, last off. week, yeah. Do you know that was in 44, 45 games where they trailed after the eighth inning? That's the first game that they won. They're 1-44 in, in games Jesus that they trailed after the eighth fucking inning. fucking Christ. They have no pitch. Like, how do you have the best pitching rotation in baseball? And then they all just don't No work. runs. No fucking DeGrom, runs. DeGrom, Syndergaard. Then you added Cespedes Marcus was Stone. there. So but he, he's just he fell off a horse. He like, literally fell off a like, horse. Hey, good job, guys. <laughs> oh, you remember when you guys wanted that? You know, Daniel Murphy would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Daniel Murphy plays the Mets, he's like, Fuck he goes it. off. Wow, home run. And then I, they, get, they get mad. He's literally, I think, hit a home run against them all the time on every team oh that he's played God. for. And I think he's batting over 300 against the Mets. I think the, the, the year after they traded him, not even, they didn't trade him, they, uh, they, they let him go. Him. He was, I think he finished in like top five voting for MVP. Yeah, yeah. I think, he, what was Nationals. that? The Nationals. Yeah, yeah. He was literally killing. He got injured. That's when they traded him to the Cubs, and now he's on the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. 
And I, he's playing good for the Rockies. Yeah, because the Rockies suck. Nah. But the, the air in Colorado they is different, too. literally, like, Nolan Arenado is the best third baseman right now. And yeah. he's always crying. Every yeah. time I see him, he's fucking, come on, guys. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I can't do it all. I'm like, Nolan, he's, relax. He's, he's, like, one of the best players in baseball. You got Charlie Blackman, you know. Oh, with, I like Charlie Blackman. mullet and his beard. You know what song he comes out to? No. The Outfield. The Outfield? Yeah. What kind of, I've never heard of the song. Keep talking. You're gonna... you, got, you got Daniel Murphy. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Three players. Uh, I think they got that guy that throws up a lot. There's a pitcher that, like, for some reason, he gets into jams and then he just peeks on the mound. And they're like, "Are you good?" He's like, "Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I yeah, know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, he right did right. it last week. He's he, right before the game. So, listen, <laughs> you got nerves. You know, sometimes you got to go out but and make a pitch. Every time he throws up, he, he wins pitches, that game. He <laughs> <back>. <laughs> All right, so, this is the song that he comes out to. And then because it's called the outfield and he plays the outfield. And then when when they chant out, I just wanna lose your love, the song cuts off and the entire crowd of forty three people just sit there and go, Tonight It works every time. Fucking great. I I wish Colorado was but yeah, I like I love their uniforms. I like Colorado when Matt Holiday was on. So much better from when they first started. Oh the logo's fire. Now the uniform that they first came out with was so terrible. I like to it. think of the team that they, they had so many good players on that team. I Christian Yelich is like, I mean, I'm not in Miami, but wow, like home run. Oh, everybody they traded away it was good. Nice. Yeah, D Gordon, Christian Yelich, John Carlos Stanton, the guy that died. The Jesus, tra- he got traded to heaven. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jose Fernandez, <laughs> they gave, R.I.P. They, they traded him to heaven for cash consideration. Wait, what was the Puerto Rican? No, the Cuban guy. They also had a Cuban guy in the outfield the Cuban, who was dumb nice. Uh, I think he's in St. Louis now. I have no idea. He's nice. They had a lot of good people. I it's the problem was the owner when he first moved to my uh, oh moved they had to JT Romuto. Yeah, and they traded him away. They, and they he, literally had the be- all they needed was better pitching and a couple solid other hitters. No, but the thing with the Marlins, so the owner, right? He uh, didn't really have the funds, but he ma- remember when the Marlins got everybody and everybody was like, "Yo, this fucking t- Jose Reyes, Hanley." They signed Hanley Ramirez and Jose, and they were like, "That's it, yeah, We're going." That's and it. then they had they had Stanton still, and all they the had um, Christian Yelich. They still had all these people, and they had a solid squad. And then the owner was like, oh, shit, we got to pay these guys? I thought we could just offer them the money, and you take care of and it. it's crazy because uh, Hanley and Jose Ramirez, Jose Ramirez, Jose Reyes both played terribly for them. No, no, it was terribly before the All-Star break. They were just trapped. And then the owner was like, listen, man, it's been three months. Yeah, I ain't working out. And then he ships out everybody. And then yeah, he's like, it's time to rebuild. What what city goes, all right, well, we'll pay because the, the people paid for it out of taxes and bullshit. They paid for the stadium to be built. And then the owner's like, yeah, I don't got the money and it's not working out right now. We're three games behind first place. We got to get these niggas out of here. They got a lot of prospects. They're, they're going to be good in a couple years. I mean, Starling Well, yeah, because Starling Cash. Imagine going from the Yankees. But he's playing good. Yeah, he's playing solid. But, yeah. like, imagine going from the Yankees where you're in the playoffs. And, and like, he's playing good with the like, Yankees. Wow, that's great. You know what? We played, we, we loved you so much. You had that, that home run that you swung off of one knee and the crowd went crazy. Oh, you, yeah. You know what else the crowd is great? The Marlins crowd. <laughs> All five of them. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's a couple of Spanish-speaking you play, people. You play shortstop? 
You know who owns the Marlins? Derek Jeter. They, I'm <laughs> hoping you in the long run. They, Brian Cashman's sitting there. He's like, listen, man, it's going to be a steal. Just like this Jeep Wrangler I got over here. And then and the they, cops pull him over. They traded him. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cashman's like, I'm not black, chill. I'm not Yo, black. I'm wait, not black. Did you see the video of what happened? No. Because so, I just thought it was outrageous to, to even think about it. No, no, no. It's even outrageous I guarantee after I tell you. So this is what happened, right? He's driving in his Jeep Wrangler. It's a white Jeep Wrangler. When they pull him over... They're, they already have their guns out, pointed at the car, and they're saying, Get out, but keep your hands up. And I'm, I hate when the cops do that, because I can't do both. If I reach down to open the door, you're going to fucking blast my brains away. If I keep my hands up, you're going to blast my brains away, because I didn't get out. So they're yelling, Get out, keep your hands up, hands out the window. And I'm like, what the fuck do they really want at this point? So Slide then, to the left. <laughs> Slide to the right. So then, after they say that, uh, it cuts away, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, um, the reason that we pulled you over is because the car, the car, the no, no, the car was registered under stolen, and that same that he was literally driving back from the uh, police precinct picking up the car because his car got stolen, so it was still registered as stolen under the thing, and then this is how I know it's bullshit." The cops go, and also, uh, your car matched the profile, and you look like the person uh, five minutes ago or some shit like that. He was like, there was a person who robbed a store with a gun and left in a Jeep Wrangler, so we thought it was you. I'm like, wait, so was the car stolen, or was the car fucking a part of a different crime scene? I guarantee you, once they pulled up on the car, they're like, oh shit, yo, 27 no, rings, bro. They kept, no, they kept going. They kept going and asking him questions. And at the end of the video, the guy goes, hey, you look familiar. And he's like, I'm the fucking general manager of the Yankees. He was like, yeah, I know. I'm like, so you knew it was him the whole time. But you wanted to make it seem like he's a fucking thief, car stealing, gunslinging. OJ Simpson did it. You can't, you can't, listen, you can't judge You can't judge. I was just shocked. I'm like, a fucking Wrangler, Brian Cashman. Listen, All this money you're getting paid, you're driving a rank. He lives in Greenwich, Connecticut. Party next door, like Jeep Wranglers. But that's cool. Well, Brian, Brian Cashman, Cashman can't like a Wrangler. Not as cool. The the break from Toronto video, if Brian Cashman's in it and not party next door, <laughs> it's not hitting like I that. I know you want a break. I know you want a break from the bra. <laughs> but he does have the deluxe edition. It's not no regular Jeep I'd, Wrangler. I'd it's the nice shit. I want one. Brian Cashman should be driving a G wagon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the rich people Wrangler. Listen, that's what it is, really, if you think why, about it. I didn't think he'd make any trades. He's like, listen, I'm driving this Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. afford to play these guys. He was like, yo, Stan, uh, not Stan, Judge is making 500 a year. I can't be stunned. On, I can't bring out the Rafe every day. He's this nigga can't Jacob- even buy one Imagine car. Imagine paying Jacoby Ellsbury and John Carlos Stanton the same billions of dollars. Not Fuck Jacoby Ellsbury. Millions of dollars to just be on the I.O. And Greg Bird's like, I'm still coming back, guys. Yeah, nah. Don't worry about this Luke Voigt guy. Luke Voigt's pointed at his forearms. Luke Voigt is fucking huge. He's jacked to the gills. Like, Jesus Christ. That man's arms. Barry Bonds texted him like, yo, what are you on? I'm trying to get on that. (laughs) Luke Voigt is jacked. We we have such a solid team. Ellsbury's a bum, though, if you think about it. But he's not because he's making so much money. He's the smartest. He's just like, all right. so He still has like like, two uh, more years left or uh, three years. And he has a no trade clause. And, no trade clause. And none of the teams he wants to get traded to want him to go there. So it's like, oh, we're, we're stuck with him. They're like, hey, I want to go to the Giants. The Giants were like, you're paying him 30 what million? 39? <laughs> oh, man. For like, how many years? Like, chill. We already have Evan Longoria. You're, you're yeah. bugging out. <laughs> 
They they traded for Evan. Who else did they? They got him and they got uh, Andrew McCutcheon, and they thought, oh man, we're we're about to be so nice, and they were just like so wrong. I felt bad for. But him then McCutcheon, he started playing nice again. On the Yankees, and then they Philly signed him to a big contract. Yeah. Towards ACL, I actually yep. like Andrew McCutcheon though. You know, I'm so happy the Yankees did not sign Bryce Harper. Or Manny Machado. Oh, it, it it wasn't worth it, and it never was. I, I the entire time I'm like, why would we do this? Can we just get pitching? And we look, we got a steal with the uh, because what's Justice Sheffield? Yeah, he's pitching like shit. Oh, um, he cannot control he, anything. He has no control, and the Yankees are just here like yes. <laughs> <laughs> top pitching prospect. My ass. Oh my god. And James Paxton, I mean, he's solid. You know, he has he has his games. Yeah, it's not every game though. It's fucking. I'm kind of scared of the Astros though. They are loaded up everywhere, and they have a good farm system. Their rotation is so good. They're, it is so good. And wait, who? What's his name? Went to the Astros. Zach Greinke? No, Zach Greinke's. Oh, I just said the Astros. I meant the Braves. The Braves. Uh, Dallas Keuchel. Ah, but they're they're all right. But he want he left and he's been pitching good. He has like an ERA of three. Um, but the reason that he didn't go to the Yankees because of the beard rule. No, he wanted the Yankees to match the Braves' offer, and the Yankees were like, "We're gonna give you fourteen. and he was like, "But the Braves are gonna give me fifteen. So if y'all give me fifteen, I'll go to y'all. And he was like, "I mean, Brian Cashman was like." I got this. I mean, we we got this Wrangler payoff, bro. <laughs> nah, um, this is a lease. Chill. Uh, but if we our pitching rotation isn't that bad, like we still wait. Once if Severino comes back, we're good. But Tansis comes back, we're for Adovino has the nastiest slider I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Then Tommy Canley is disgusting. Then you got uh, Zach Britton, disgusting. But the the no the relief pitching that's fine. The only thing is like the starting. If pitching. the starting pitching becomes more con- like just take J A Happ out of the rotation. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, that's all you got to do. <laughs> that's all you have to do. And CC CC gets annoying because he'll have like one game where, he gives where nobody runs. believes in him, and he's like, "Oh look, six innings, no runs, seven strikeouts." And then for the next five games, he's gonna give up some bullshit like six runs. He's like, don't talk about CC. Fuck CC. CC. Nah, nah, I love him. I'm just just joking. He literally gave up extra money to get payback for his teammate last year. He didn't give up extra money. Just like here, you can have it anyway. Yeah, nobody was gonna sign him anyway. No, but he had a clause, or I think he got like a if he pitched a certain amount of innings or something. Oh yeah, 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 I remember. And then he threw, uh, he got thrown out for hitting the guy. Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, what's up? (laughs) And then his his agents like, nigga, all you had the fuck. The Yankees gave him the money anyway. Yeah, that's a good team. It's a good team. Yeah, good teammate right there. You can't. They they say they don't spend any money, so they're like, here you can fucking have that bullshit. I don't even know who's a free agent this year, but we'll be alright. There is no... It's not a good class. It wasn't a good class this year. Bryce Harper's trash. Yeah, it was top-heavy. I, I don't even know... I, don't, I haven't even paid attention to the Padres. I just because they, they have... The, uh, average. I mean, they have the best rookie. Uh, one of the best rookies. Which my dad put me on to. Because uh, right before the fantasy baseball season started, he kept telling me about Tatis. He was like, yo, this guy's going to be the one. The Blue Jays are going to be pretty good in a couple of years. They got... Uh, Vladimir they have everybody's Guerrero. kids. They have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and they have that other kid. That's Roger like, Clemens, his no, son. Well, I forgot this kid's name. It's like their second baseman or their shortstop, but he was just raking. Is he Dominican? No, I think he's a white kid. Uh, but he's just he's killing the game right now. They have a lot of good rookies on yeah. their team. All right, but let's uh, let's move along. 
Uh, we're about at the 30 minute mark. This show is brought to you by refrigerator water. If you want some cold water, don't go to the fridge. Oh, Bobichette. Oh, I like him. He's nice. But uh, let's move along to the NBA. Some news coming out. Uh, Dwight Howard. I mean, not Dwight Howard. He probably might go to the Lakers, though. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins tore his ACL today or yesterday in training. How you feeling about these Lakers, Victor? I think the Lakers are okay. Even like, without DeMarcus? Uh, I mean, he wasn't... DeMarcus Cousins got very little offers from any teams. Which the Lakers were just like, here, take this take this offer. You know, you'll come off the bench and you'll, you'll do your thing. It, it's kind of sad to watch, though. Because yeah, DeMarcus... He was, he, was one, he was the best center in, in I was going to say, the NFL. No. And the NBA. And now he had... He was literally killing it. And then his Achilles killed him. And now his ACL. And now... Listen, he's getting the Brandon Roy experience. Yep. No, he's getting the Isaiah Thomas experience, where you could have had all of this money, and then you got injured on the Pelicans on a great season, and it's never been the same since. They were running pick and rolls with him and Anthony Davis. That's disgusting. And then Rondo as the point guard. So you you look at that team, and you're like, God damn. I feel bad for him. I actually like DeMarcus Cousins. He just he just plays with a lot of aggression. Yeah, people. Russell Westbrook plays with aggression. People like it. Demarcus Cousins plays with aggression. It's a tech. Yeah, yeah, they're that's like it. They. I mean, the Lakers will be okay. They got a lot of scoring. I guess they're just gonna have to do a lot of load management. Maybe he'll come back. I doubt it. He's definitely not coming. Well, back. if if Clay comes back, they got that'll the, that'll be the timetable for when Demarcus comes back. Listen, the Lakers are gonna be okay. They got you know Javale McGee. He played pretty well for them last season. Who you think are the best teams then? The best teams, Clippers. Well, Clippers, I would say yes because defensive-wise. Just all-around wise. And they got Patrick Peterson, too, who's a little... He's like a pit bull. Clippers, they have the best tandem. Like, they didn't even give up. You have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Lou Williams, who was, like, almost an all-star. Montrez Harrell, who was playing well. Um, He led the team... Lou Williams led the team in scoring off the bench. Zubak played really well for them. He was playing really well for the... uh, the Lakers anyway. Yeah, and they really, traded him for nothing. They they have the best all-around roster. I mean, the Nuggets are still good. Uh, they have a young roster. Still and good. I like, uh, what's his name? The Lakers are still good. The Pelicans can probably make the playoffs. Who else is pretty good still? Um, the Pacers. The Rockets will make the playoffs. The Pacers The Pacers have to wait for Oladipo to come back. But uh, they, they still got, played well even without him. They got Jeremy Lamb now. The Pacers? Yeah. They got Malcolm Brogdon, Jeremy Lamb. Oh, I meant Oladipo. the uh, Portland? Oh, the Trailblazers? Yeah, the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers got Dame, CJ, and then they also The Joker. Picked, they also just picked No, not there. the Joker. Uh, no, they Jokic. Have, yeah, but he's he's he's, at a, um, he's injured, so I think he tore his Achilles as well. It's going to be a while for him to come back. And he was having one of the best seasons of his career. Yeah. They also just signed somebody, the, the Trailblazers. Not Melo. Melo is still out there, and he says he can give up a couple more years to any NBA team that wants to sign him. He and he's he willing to, to like come off the bench. Tour. No, he doesn't want it. Oh, when he was on the Stephen A. Smith show, the Trailblazers got a uh, Hassan Whiteside. Oh yeah, from yeah from Miami, um, and then they got uh, Paul Gasol too. They got a squad. They they're they're they right. got a squad. They have they have a nice big team, which has been missing from the they, NBA. They'll they'll be all right. That's a, look, the NBA is competitive now. It's going to be a good season because and the right. East the East is a little more competitive. I, I would say more than the West. Yeah, you're bugging. Now listen, listen. Think you, about you, it. You would say it. Nobody. No, no. Say it, the last it. season I would have said it, but. 
This season, the Raptors are going to be trash. The Raptors the got Bucks worse. Gonna, the Bucks are going to be nice. The seventy six. No, I don't think the Bucks are going to be as good as they were last season. Yeah, they will. They, they got, lost. They only they got Brook Lopez back. They got uh, Ante Zacumpo. They got Chris Middleton back. They only lost Malcolm Brogdon. They still got Eric Bledsoe. They're going to be. They're still going to be fine because Ante Zacumpo is only going to get better. He's still young. Kawhi Leonard is not there to stop him. The 76ers just, they're like, give us all the big man. They yeah. took Al Horford and signed him to a bunch of money. And they gave and up they got Jimmy Tobias Butler. Harris. Uh, they gave up Jimmy Butler. The, um, the Let's see, the Nets will be okay. They won't be great. They're not going to do anything. Maybe Kevin Durant comes back. But they said Melo's been working out with them. Listen, Melo's just going to work out. <laughs> Melo just pulled up to a gym. Y'all play for the NBA? All right, cool. Put me on. Um, yo, he's about to start playing basketball with LeBron's son and Wade's son. Like, the yo, Hawks, these guys are gonna be in the NBA. Look, the Hawks are gonna be alright. They're not, they're gonna be. I like the picks that the the Hawks been doing. I like the two be, draft picks. They'll of this be okay. Year. They'll be okay. They they they're gonna grow. They're growing slowly but surely. Yeah. They picked up a good big man. Um, what else? Let's see. I mean, next year to be trash. They're always gonna be trash. It's just the next year. Everybody was like, yo, next next season. Wait, wait, KD, wait, wait, wait. Kyrie. Now, and we're going to get Zion. Speaking and of we're which, gonna get Zion. you were one of the only OKC fans that I know. Are you still an OKC fan right now? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> the only thing I have was. The fuck me. are you going to. What, what? Who's listen, on the team? Listen, you got Gallinari, <laughs> Shy Girl Just Alexander, Chris Paul, right? Oh, I forgot Chris Paul We're going to be, gonna be solid, right? You think Chris Paul is going to stay there? But with all these draft picks, we're going to sign Riley Curry, okay? We're going to get, <laughs> get Mellow Sun. We're going to get Bronny. We're going to get Zaire Waite. Let's get Silver. And, a couple, and, like 20, and Shaxa. In 2025, we're going to be the best team in the NBA. It's oh going to be over. God. I'm looking forward to it. Listen, but, I'm used to disappointment. I'm also a Bengals fan. There's nothing worse than like okay, you can change. Like you're not even you don't even I, have you even been there? To Oklahoma? Where what state is that in? What I mean, what state is near there? What state is near there? Uh don't even look up a map right now. Put the phone down. I don't even I don't need to know. What so, state is next to OKC? Name any direction. And it has to be immediately <laughs> next to it. I don't know. Listen, I was an OKC fan because Jesus of Kevin Durant. Christ. Be a Nets fan. I don't You're wearing be, fucking black. I don't, don't want to be a Nets You're fan. You're wearing black and white. I don't want to be a Nets fan. KD's a bitch. Are we gonna go to any basketball games this season? Uh depends. There's no like I don't I don't want to go to a net game because it's gonna be average. The next games are expensive too. No, no, but I'm saying the gameplay wise, it's gonna be average. It's gonna be Kyrie like oh, seventeen thousand <laughs> dribbles. Like look, yo, you wanna see me dribble out? Seconds. The last game I went to, I watched the Knicks play the Mavericks with Kenny and Dennis Smith Jr. almost caught a body. The last wow. Nets game I went to, JJ Burrow dropped like thirty on him, and I was like, "What a was good. The last, the last game I went to was my second basketball game ever, and I went with Kenny, and it was like these seats that give you access to the clubhouse or whatever, so you get like free food and shit and free drinks. And that was lit. And we watched Alan Crabb go off on the uh, Trailblazers, and he dropped like 35. But it was also in the middle of the afternoon. I was like, what the fuck is this? A, he's more of a, day, a daytime drinker. That's it. Yeah. So that was that was cool. But I don't know. I feel like all the good basketball is not in New York. Actually, that's a lie. I went to, um, I went to a basketball game. I watched the Knicks play the Wizards for my anniversary. That was also terrible. Yeah, that's a terrible anniversary Tim, gift. Tim Hardaway had like 30 on like 25 <laughs> shots. And they were still down by 20. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> we're coming back. 
Oh my Poor Zingas god. Poor Zingas is just on the bench like, yo, I want to go to the Mavericks. Jesus. Oh man, the next uh listen, the only smart move oh, you James think the... Dolan did was getting Poor Zingas out the paint with a rape charge. Yeah. And was just like, I said, but I made the moves. I haven't heard anything of that charge yet. And I mean, it, listen, I it, it made no sense. The girl was saying, "I will, I don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe it did make sense, but when she said it out loud, it made no sense." Saying that the day that he got injured, he like took her back to the room or whatever. I'm like, that is highly unlikely, but whatever. Uh, I'm not. I'm not here to judge anybody, even though it sounds like I just did. But uh, let's move on to some other sports. So we got you a big UFC card this weekend. We have uh, UFC's new. Uh, well, I don't even know the fucking numbers at this point. It's been too long. I think it's two forty one that we're up to. Um... This is probably the biggest card so far this year. Yeah, it's too. Yeah, every other card has been bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's been one main event, and then the rest of the card is like, been, they've been who the fuck is I this mean, guy? This is probably the biggest card up to date. You got the rematch, Stipe. Well, let's let's build into that. So under that, on the undercard, we have some. Uh, yeah, there's actually a lot of good fights. The main card is is solid. Um, there's a lot of prospects fighting on this. There's more. The biggest card probably this year is has to be the Adesanya fight. Oh, uh, that that for sure is going to be. Well, pre- it's going to be the best one probably. The early prelims, you got uh, Shayna Dobson, who was supposed to be like fighting for the uh, the belt that Valentina is currently holding, um, but she I think missed weight, and then they gave it to Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Uh, lightweight uh, preliminaries, you got a Sun South um, fighting Corey Sandahagen. Sandahagen's pretty good. Uh, Sun South. Is getting pushed into the gatekeeper role, even though he was one one away from a title fight when he fought uh, Marlon Marais before he choked him out. Then you got um, Derek Brunson, who was like, wait, he's on the uh, he's on the well, he's on the main card. Yeah, the biggest fight on the preliminary card is definitely going to be uh, Sun Sal versus uh, Corey Sandahagen. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got the main card. You start off with Derek Brunson, who was like. Right there in line for a title fight when he was fighting Robert Whitaker and then was downhill after Robert Whitaker knocked him out. Uh, Sadiq Youssef is fighting, and then you got the battle. First of all, you got two old ass people on this card defying history because Yoel Romero. Oh, the bet. This is the battle of the bodies. The, Yoel Romero is like 40 and looks better than me now. Exactly. That I will ever look like. I don't, yeah, I don't think you have that a chance. Man is shredded. Then you got Paul Acosta who looks just like him. It's like a Donna. It's the battle of the Donna. It's, it's, like, it's a Donna versus a Donna. Whoever wins after this is fight, the best body. After this fight, they're going to the strip club and picking up everybody. <laughs> then you got uh, the battle of CTE and Nate Diaz versus Anthony Pettis. Because Nate Diaz, I can barely understand what he's saying ever. Then you got Anthony Pettis, the Puerto Rican legend. Hey, man. I just, you know, I just want to smoke some weed and I hate Conor Nate McGregor. Diaz is just, it's so hard to understand him. And then you also have another CTE person with Stipe Miocic. I was going to say, I wanted, I just want to be a fly on the wall when Stipe and Nate Diaz are having a conversation with each other. It's just like their CTE communicating through the air. Stipe, uh, man. I, I actually have money on Stipe, but I doubt he'll win. All the statistics uh, point to Daniel Cormier winning again. I don't. I don't know. I feel. I have a feeling that Stipe is going to win this one. I just feel good. I've been watching. No, I don't even know at this point because I've been watching Embedded, and that gives you a lot. That tells you a lot about a person, like what they do on their Embedded. Like Stipe is over here walking around with his family, going to fucking uh, what are those things called where they sell shit outside? It's like the the outdoor 
I don't even remember what it's called, but he's like bartering. He's like, oh, I'll give you $20 for that fucking... It was like a, a, a Wiggles door or some shit like that. And then he was... Uh, he's doing shit like that. Like, he's not even trained. Like, I'm looking at Daniel Cormier train. He's out here in pools, swimming for 30 what? minutes. He's fucking doing cardio. You can't, you can't say Stipe's training is bad when he's the, the person who's defended the heavyweight title the most. Yeah, I know. It's, it's he, he's one of the most decorated heavyweight UFC like UFC heavyweights ever. He's he's the most successful. I mean, he's also the only person that I know that only speaks English and no other language and still needs subtitles. Yes, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because I understand what he's saying, but it's like the UFC is like sending shots at him, like yo, fucking rap. I mean, up. I like Stipe. I hope yeah. they never advertise him though, like the way that they advertise DC. And what has DC done? Besides the John Jones shit, which is lose to John Jones. What DC, what do you mean? No, DC won the Strike Force tournament, which is one of the most decorated strike. Yeah, Force that was tournament. a big tournament. And that nobody was, thought he was gonna win. That he was, was a underdog. He dominated the light heavy. What was the guy that he uh that he beat? He beat Josh Barnett. He yes, beat Josh Barnett. He beat Bigfoot Silva. That was the biggest heavyweight tournament of all time. Yeah. He won. So he um he did that. He's undefeated at heavyweight. He's an Olympic wrestler. He dominated the light heavyweight division. The only person that's ever beat him in his career is John Jones. Twice. He dominated the best heavyweight champion of all time, who was who defended the belt the most. So it's like he's one of the best fighters ever. Um, but to me, there's always going to be an asterisk because of the John Jones thing. If he beats John Jones, his career is it's done. This this is what I also wanted to get into you. What are your thoughts First on of all, John don't, Jones? Don't get into me. I don't go that way. Oh no. Um, you know. Pause. What are your What are your thoughts on John Jones? Because uh, Steve, the way Steve feels about him, I feel like Steve is with the the MMA community on this one. Where they're like, "Oh, he tested positive, so he was definitely knowing and willingly, and you know." It's 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 a mixed thing because it's like he tested. Like I know everybody, it's a meme now. It's a picogram, but yeah. it's such a small amount that it could have been a tainted supplement. If you cut up a piece of salt into ten thousand pieces, a picogram. Is one of those pieces? I think a um, grain of salt. And John Jones is probably the goat of when it comes to MMA because it's just the things he's he's beaten some of the legends: best. Rashad Evans, Rampage Jackson, Lyoto. He choked out Lyoto Machida, and it wasn't standing, it wasn't it was like he guillotine. It wasn't like he beat them like oh it went to the Show it was board. convincingly like un, like you know John Jones left this fight. A fucking savage. The only fight that he had that was close it was a Gustafson fight. Yeah, the the first. He Gustafson. wasn't even training. He said that he, he was he like, was fucking around. He just wanted to see what would happen if he didn't train. And then he literally destroyed him in the second fight. It's just his his knowledge in the ring is just so vast that it's it's hard to beat the guy. And if he has one bad performance, we'd be like, oh, he's going downhill. But it's like, no, this is the most dominant champion of all time. And his bad performances. His bad performances. If it was anybody else, would be a great performance. That's how good he is compared to like if you look at his body of work. He just fought a lot of tough guys. I mean, the light heavyweight division is in a good place right now. I thought of... that Thiago match. I thought he lost. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, no. no. I didn't really get a chance to fully watch it because I was at work and I wasn't even supposed to be watching it. Oh. Uh-huh. Um. But I actually thought he lost. No, if you, you got to run re- it back. If I rewatched the fight. No. Um, once once he saw that Santos was hurt, he was like, "Ah, right, it's over." But he was just, he was he knew he was fucked he, up. He um he kind of just tried to have a, a technical kick like that. Santos 
got surgery on I think both his knees. He yeah. tore his MCL, his ACL. No, his knees exploded. They're like, fucking. And that's that's just a tough guy. I think he can get back there. I, I the actually, fact that he fought through all of that. I just thought that is um, crazy. I thought John was gonna lose. I really did. I thought. Um, actually, no. Before the fight I, before or when the fight, the fight was, I happening. thought John was gonna run through him because I thought Thiago was just a hard hitting guy who was gonna try to move forward, mm-hmm. and he was saying everything that everybody always says, like Anthony Smith. I'm gonna put the pressure on him. I'm gonna give give him something. I'm not backing up. And John was like, "Yeah, sure." And then <laughs> Anthony Smith had a terrible performance. He was John getting was, fucking. John mauled. just confused the shit out of that man, and it was a great performance for John. When you see somebody weaving, and every time they're weaving into the hits, you got to look, and you're like, I don't don't know if this is it, man. John Jones is just, I think he's one of the best, if not the best fighter. I mean, nobody can name anybody better than Demetrius Johnson is... Well, yeah, DJ But it's just, Demetrius Johnson never fought the level of talent that John Jones fought. That's another thing. The resumes are completely different. Demetrius Johnson is the most, you know, decorated champion in terms of most defenses, but he didn't beat guys like Shogun Hua or Rashad Evans, Rampage... Uh, his division, did, his division Daniel wasn't even good until now. Alexander Gustafson and like beat them convincingly. Rashad Evans was dominated. Rampage Jackson was dominated. Shogun Hua was dominated. Leoto Machida got choked unconscious. Daniel Cormier got knocked out. Gustafson had a close fight, and then John actually trained and then did, just demolished him. He just demolished. It was it wasn't even a close performance. Gustafson said, I, I, "You know, I just I couldn't get." I, Gustafson blamed himself in terms of like I just wasn't able to perform but no he shut you yeah. down that's what John Jones does to you he shuts you down he has so many weapons and he was the youngest the youngest, the youngest heavyweight I mean, not, not heavyweight, light heavyweight. heavyweight youngest well, champion, yeah, champion in general yeah so he beat Shogun Hua and that's what started the beef with him and Rashad Evans because he stepped up and took that title fight mm-hmm. which is crazy because he learned that he was getting a shot at the at the uh at the title after a fight in the UFC. Like, he literally just finished, and they were like, oh, by the way, Rashad Evans is out. We're going to give you the shot. Oh, like, my oh, God. Shit. So it's like, what What happened if John would have lost that fight? Um, he's technically even undefeated. They're, they're trying to reverse his one yeah. loss. They, well, they said it's going to happen. And then the guy that he beat was like, hey, if you want to run it back and have and <laughs> He got demolished. Demolished. It wasn't even close. I looked him up after he said Hamill, it. Yeah, it's... It's, he's zero and six in his last six fights. He's he wasn't. He, he, uh, I liked him because he was a deaf guy fighting in the UFC. So I was like, oh, we're gonna root for him. <laughs> and then you know, I, I I wanted to root for him. I remember uh, my first time watching John Jones. This was way before I was into the UFC. Like seriously, mm-hmm. I was actually hanging out with a friend of mine, and I saw uh, it came up, and it was like Matt Hamill versus John Jones, and I was telling my friend. Yo, that guy is deaf. You gotta watch this guy. He's actually really nice. He speaks silently, like, but his hands are strong. He's really nice. Like he's gonna have a good fight against this guy, right? I'm over here telling my friend this, and then I'm like, okay, you know, it, it, next round, next round, he's gonna get up. He's gonna demolish guy. Okay, um, next round, <laughs> and he's getting demolished, and then he wins. And I'm like, I see. I told you. I told you he was gonna. I called it. I told you Matt Hamill was the truth. Oh my god! And then the weight. The ref, the reason he lost is because the ref didn't understand the rule. Well, I think I was at the time. No, he was saying that he was doing twelve to six elbows. But he, he was, was like he was going downward elbows, which is illegal. But everybody looked at him. It was like, no, it's not it's, your twelve to six. It's the twelve to six that they're doing. So, and he was like, oh. <laughs> That's well, why I was Steve, looking at the clock my way, that's not why their Steve way. Steve doesn't. I don't think he even has done a fight in the UFC in years. Yeah. Um. So. They're trying to reverse that. He he dominated Matt Hamill. So John Jones is technically undefeated. He's the only under other undefeated champion besides Habib. 
Um, but other than that, Naga Madoff. Uh, John Jones is the truth. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else you can really say. John Jones is the truth. Now, another goat, uh, Amanda Nunez. Oh no, she wasn't. Uh, she wasn't called out. What? Henry Cejudo called out. I think uh, See, he called out Valentina. He called out both of them. Amanda Nunez is the scariest female on the planet. Do you? Amanda think, Nunez could knock out dudes. I was gonna ask. Do you think that she could beat Henry Cejudo? Uh, honestly, because they're the same weight. They're one thirty-five. Yeah, but she packs on. He's small. He's a, yeah. He's he's a lot smaller. He's like five three, five two. She's she's big. She's a big she's a big woman. Yeah, but and do you she's think a scary woman? I I listen. I'm not gonna be here and just. I, I think it'd be a fun fight to watch. I think it could be competitive. Intergender intergender that, championship. No, that would never yeah. happen. But just because uh, the fact that she um she's a she's a lot bigger than him. She's and she's powerful. She's powerful and she has a lot of body man. She throws heat. She I she can knock out dudes. I mean Jermaine Duran she knock out a dude. She trains with uh with guys. So uh, listen, Amanda Nunes is just she's a she's a beast. And I like Jermaine Durandamy. Uh, I just like saying her name. Jermaine Durandamy? Yeah, because it's really hard to say. It's not that hard to say. It's like... Uh, but when she faced the guy, wasn't that in like the... It was, it was early, like yeah, 2000s yeah, yeah. or was, 90s or something uh, like and that. And she knocked him out. She actually yeah. finished him. Valentina Shevchenko is another... Those are the two baddest females on the planet. Didn't she just, just have a fight this weekend? Who, Valentina? Yeah, she did. It was one of the most boring fights I've ever seen in my but life. But she, she had a fight she two knocked, months ago before she, that. Yeah, and then she knocked out Jessica I with a head kick. And it was... But, she. She was just dead. She what I dead. loved about that is because Jessica I wore a vest, a bulletproof vest, because... Yeah, she said she's bulletproof. Yeah, because <laughs> Shevchenko's uh, nickname is, is like the, the bullet. Yeah. So she gets hit in the head, and I'm like, yo. You're not, you're not, <laughs> yo, and she just knocked her out cold. That's the best way you could knock somebody out who wore a bulletproof Liz, vest with Liz, a head kick. Liz Carmouche actually just um, parted ways with the UFC after her loss to uh, Valentina. She, it wasn't even a, a close fight. She it got was, dominated. yeah. There was a lot of leg kicks thrown, and her strategy was, I'm not going to push forward because Valentina likes to counter. I'm just not going to give her the opportunity to counter. So I'm going to make her come to me, and Valentina was like, okay. It was a boring <laughs> fight, but, like, she, I mean, she even took her down, and Liz Carmouche is supposed to be the, the ground, you know, specialist. Yeah. Um, she avenged her loss. It was a dominating performance, but, I mean, what are you going to do? You, she's just levels above. She's going to be, um, she's just that good, but her division is... So I think narrow that it's like she can possibly break DJ's record because there's nobody in that division. Wait, what right weight now. is she? Uh, I think flyweight. I think she's oh, the okay. flyweight champion, and then there's nobody really in that division that has a skill set that she has. It's the same thing with um, with uh, with Amanda Nunez. Besides Chris Cyborg, I don't see anybody beating her. Yeah, no, not, not anymore. And not, I'm she, not saying Chris Cyborg can beat her. I'm saying she's the only. She's taking Person. everybody out. Amanda Nunes literally has no, no, taken not Cat uh, Singano. She's taken out. Yeah, that's the only person who's beaten her that she hasn't. And I then Cat talked shit to Ronda. She was like, "I beat the person who beat you." And then, like, <laughs> but literally every bantamweight champion, she smoked Ronda Rousey easily. She smoked Misha Tate easily. She knocked out Holly, Holly Holmes easily. No, it wasn't. Like, I actually thought it would be a lot more competitive fight, but she knocked yeah, her out with a head kick. Yeah. And, and then uh, and then uh, said I went I wanted to do that because that's what she's known for I wanted to <laughs> knock her out with it I'm like jeez like this woman is scary and then and she, she Raquel Pennington dominated her like she's just running through these people there's and Chris no, Cyborg there's nobody in the bantamweight division for her right now there's nobody in the featherweight division what about for her that right chick now. from Japan um, you know who I'm talking about no that but, she trains with Cyborg no. Uh, yo, she's like huge. Oh, she, the, the one that like <laughs> that uh, Japanese. Gabby? She had to fight. 
Yeah, yeah, Gabby. She, uh, I don't know what her last name is, but she fights old woman. She's Gabby like, Garcia or something. She, yeah, I think it's Gabby Garcia. Uh, but she, yeah, that's just not. It is Gabby Garcia. She, she, that's not a human being. That's oh, she weighs two hundred and nine pounds. That's a man. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Six foot two, two hundred and nine pounds. She fights old woman in Japan. She missed weight one time. No, the old woman was a professional wrestler. That's. It's, I listen. You should not be in a ring with somebody that looks like that. She looks like a gorilla. She's in the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Hall of Fame. Um, but yeah, that and was, she has a husband. She's not actually a fighter. Fighter. Amanda Nunes would probably beat her if it was actually a fight. But like, it's she's that's just it. She looks weird. She looks like Bob Sapp, not Bob Sapp. Um, I think it's Bob Sapp. If you if you're listening to this episode, I want you to look up a picture of Gabby Garcia and look at her neck. And then look at the rest of her she body. Just, she looks disgusting. She's literally like it's one of the weirdest looking people. I'm not gonna shame. Seen. I'm not gonna shame her. She looks disgusting. That there, there is no if answer. She's body. terrifying though. Um, I don't know. I mean, this two forty one's gonna be good. Then you got two forty two coming up right after that, which is uh, Habib fighting. Um, in, in between that, you Abu have Dhabi, Andrade defending her belt. Who? She lost. She was losing that fight until she, you know, slammed Rose on her head. But that was good. Um, and then, you know, I think the cards will get better. Like the fight night on Josh. Uh, I think that's in Japan or China, one of the two. So they're gonna have a lot of unknown fighters um, fighting on that card. Not unknown, yeah. I'm sure, but like if you're a casual UFC fan, it's not gonna be the card for you. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna be looking for the main event. But so, that's been most of the the pay per views lately. Um, There's only one main event that you watch, and then you look at the rest of the card, and you're like, "Well, this one's like that one's good." And then uh, the Habib fight, Edson Barbosa's on that card. Um, you got Curtis Blades on that card. You know, they're not like huge names, but they're good fighters that people know about. Uh, Edson Barbosa is a highlight reel. Um, and then after that fight, you got Donald Cerrone taking on Gus and, uh, Justin Gaethje. That's going to be a great fight. I like. Uh, I'm excited for that fight. Then you got let's see on that co-main, you got Glover with um, Nikita Krylov, uh, David Branch. David Branch, I was rooting. Oh, ooh, Todd Duffy's coming back. You gotta let you know. This, the but that's that's the thing. The, like if you if you're talking to a casual MMA fan, they have no idea who the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I mean even listen, people. I'll never forget, I was watching the Tyron woodley Kamara Usman fight, um, and I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was sitting next to two Nigerian dudes who tried to take my table, but then we ended up becoming friends, wow. and we watched a fight together, and one of them was actually a BJJ teacher, right? And um, some random dude comes up to him, like, he, we're just watching the fight, we're actually, like, analyzing it, enjoying the fight, because we're actually, you know, we enjoy the, the you know, the entire aspect of it. Some random drunk guy goes, looks like he's trying to fuck him, right, guys? <laughs> right? And I'm just like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, we're, just, we're actually, he's like, look, he's just trying to lay on top yeah, of it's like, him. Yeah, it's like, remember that picture? It's like a famous picture where it's a guy holding up a sign at a UFC event that says, just bleed. Um, That's basically what it is. Somebody, it's like, if like, you're not bleeding, I don't give a fuck. I think it was a UFC event where the guy goes, punch him in the dick. Yeah. Give him the whole dick punch. <laughs> Unless it's a legit strategy. <laughs> yeah. Even though you're not allowed to hit somebody in the dick. But listen, you know you do what you got to do. Oh, man. The UFC will get better. Right now, I think it's in a, a It's It's stage. because they're trying to get used to every single week. They, they have to put something out. They, they, yeah. I mean, they, they have a lot of 
I think it's just in a, a dull period right now because they don't have that mass superstar right now. They don't have yeah. that one person. They, they have don't have a lot Connor. Of, they don't have Ronda. They don't have that mainstream wide superstar right now. I'm sure it'll come eventually, but they have a lot of good fighters that, you know, you, you it's fun to watch. They just don't have that one person that's outshining everybody else. So it's kind of a difficult product for people who are not really into the sport to watch. Yeah. But they'll be hype. They, they're, they're, Dana White's making stack bundles. RIP. Stack bundles. <laughs> But uh, to to switch topics, so um, I don't know if you saw, but there was a top fifty First rappers all, list. Why is Joe Budden so high on that list? Joe Budden's not your number three. Jo- Justin Joe Budden was going. I'm not gonna hold you. So in high school, remember that BT Awards where they did the cipher with. Um, the, Slaughterhouse. Uh, yeah. His cipher, his, his, you know, that that inside the the cipher was hot. His verse, I thought, was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. So, what do I do? I look up Joe Budden because I never heard of him before. Because at this time it was high school, I didn't even know him as the guy from Pump It Up because yeah. I never even thought of him. You know what I knew Joe Budden as when I was in high school? The dude from Def Jam Fight for New York. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I couldn't play Def Jam Fight for New York because I was too young. My parents did not give a fuck. And I, I didn't. I, I didn't know. I at the time I didn't remember. Pump it up. So I go after the the BT Hip Hop Awards because that was also the same one I believe. Was it the same one where? Yes, it was the same one where, or maybe it wasn't. Where Kendrick Lamar and Good Music? No, I think not Good that Music. Was, that wasn't. The, I think that was the same year. That was a uh, TDE with Kendrick. Yeah, that the was TDE. After one. The Control Verse came out. And they were saying that he freestyled. Like, they were doing the shoot and that Kendrick wasn't even supposed to be on it. And then he yeah. pulled them to the side, spat the verse. And they were like, yeah, you should definitely do this. Yeah. And then you had, uh, I think, SZA was just in the back. Like, SZA was just chilling. I'm, I'm part of this. I'm part of this. I sing. <laughs> she was just sitting there fucking swinging her legs. But, yeah, so after I hear Joe Budden's verse, and um, who was the one that kept going? Hariana. That was Joel Ortiz. That was, yeah, that was Joel Ortiz. But I heard Joe Budden's verse, and I was like, this guy's really good. I really like the way he raps. Let me go look him up. And then I typed in Joe Budden on YouTube, and I listened to the top songs on there. And Pump It Up wasn't one of them. And what I heard... <laughs> the list was inaccurate. <laughs> what I heard was so bad, it just sounded terrible. He, and I was like... He, he's good at, like, as in terms of, like, bars, but... He's just not good in terms of like making music. The songs, music it, the songs itself, to. and people were gonna sit here and lie to you, but the, I he wasn't like picking the right instrumentals, I guess, if for his music. And at the time, it sounded terrible. Like it wasn't mixed right. It was like the same quality of of that we're talking through right now, basically, but for a song. So it's not it's not gonna be the same, and you're gonna sit there like, uh, this is kind of yeah, terrible. Listen, Joe Budden, you know he's he's out here doing his thing. He gave up on uh his show with what's that dude? Everyday struggle. Yeah, he gave up on that. He I mean his podcast is. I mean that's probably what he's most famous for right now is this podcast. He's everybody and his will, beef with uh Drake. There's gonna be there's gonna be a time, and it's probably gonna be soon, where nobody knows Joe Budden for his music, okay. and the only people that know him are from his podcast. He can rap. It's just you know he's not. I want the he acapella. Has couple, he has a couple good verses. Like he had a good verse on one of Fab's mixtapes. Oh, the Friday Night Freestyles one? Because um, he had one on there that was crazy. No, it, it was one of he. Uh, I forgot what song it was, but he had a, a song on Fab one of his mixtapes where his verse was actually really good, and it was um, talking about how his ex chose dick from a nigga off the New York Knicks. My nigga, that's so spiteful. That ain't the way we act. 
But um Oh, want you back? Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, mean Soul Tape too. He he has some verses, but like that entire list was an act. I like the fact that Wale like I'm a Wale fan, obviously. I'm um, more of a Wale fan. No, you're not. Now just because he went to Wale Mania once and, like, and I met him. Oh my god, and he's I so met great. him. But like, uh, I've been listening to Wale for a minute, and I, I feel like he's entirely slept on. Even Jay Z gave him a shout out, saying like the, the top three people I think that'll remain in the game were like, he said Drake, Kendrick, and uh, J Cole, and obviously Wale yeah. out of just sh- sh- like pure wanting to be there, wanted to be on that list. Wale is a great rap. His punchlines and his metaphors and his wrestling, his wrestling metaphors yeah. a one, his sports metaphors a one. Like but, I'm under a goalpost. I am two officials. I was like, oh man, see that's just this is this is. I figured out why people don't like Wale, and it's because the internet is filled with Troll. corny people that at the moment say corny things. So if Wale drops something, they say just corny shit and they shit on it, and then people on the internet are are like easy to to fucking sway. And then they see they they see that opinion and they don't listen to the music and they go well if all these people are making jokes about it it must be trash because if you listen to what was it uh, more life if you looked at more life when it came out and all the people things all the things people were saying when it came out you would think it was the worst album of all time that was ever released. If you think. Wale can't go bar for bar with any of your rappers. Listen to Winter Schemes with him and J Cole or like. That that Black Grammys is another song where there's a lot of rappers on there. Ambition was a great album. Don't uh, forget about M.I.A. The album about nothing, great. That like, M.I.A. verse was crazy. Uh, Wale has a lot of good songs, and like he's just people sleep on him. Um, I think he's he, he's one of my top five rappers right now. Uh, I feel like rap music has kind of hit like a stagnant point right now. I don't know if maybe it's just because I've got I've gotten older where it's like I don't follow that one person where I'm like. Oh my god, this person's so much better than like I just kind of be like, all right, you know, like Roddy Rich, I think is dope. Um, I don't even like most of his songs to me sound. They're starting to sound the same. Yeah, because it's just the way he sings and raps. Like Tabado, there's, there's not that one big artist I feel like that's come out in terms of rapping a while. I don't even want a Drake album within the next year. I want I, it in like twenty twenty one. I feel like Drake is. I feel like Drake hit his peak and now he's just like. Because he's ever, he's like building, you know, the Listen, foundation for whatever next. He came out with a song called nice. Free Smoke, and Pusha T said, you hiding the kid. Uh, and he was like, yo, but the Degrassi reunion, you know. And I, but I have been hearing now a lot of people saying that, because, you know, I'm a little insider. I know my things around the music industry. Sure. Listen, I'm calling it right now. The weekend, as soon as fall hits, he's dropping. Oh, I know. He, he said he's in album mode. First of all, you already know. The first day of fall, expect something from the weekend. Or expect yeah. something that week of the first day of fall. Expect something. I, just, I don't know if it's going to be... I don't know if I'm it's going to be a song. It's probably going to be a single. And then in the towards the end of the fall, Listen, he just it's going to be an album. It's exactly. Over. Oh, it is over. And the album's done already. Speaking when he said when he says album mode, it's the album's done. You remember, I'm just gonna hang you remember when we had that argument about Frank Ocean in the chat because Brian was like, Frank Ocean's not even that nice. Blonde was trash. Yeah. I listened to the entire Blonde album yesterday. It's still so oh good. Oh my god. It is still the only song I many call it uh, skip. And then Oh, like, that's the best song. I like to have the People the, don't know, but uh if you're my close friend, I like to go on Rap Genius, type in that song, be yourself. I copy the whole song word for word, and then I send it to my friends. 
And then at the end where she says, this is mom, call me by, I just change it to this is Manny, call me by. Never get a response every time I send it. Because it's every time you send it to me, I'm just like, this is bullshit. And I just... I just... <laughs> and it's so long, too. It's a fucking speech. And then that, I skipped that skit. And then I skipped the, uh, you know, I was the dating French this guy. guy and yeah, I don't I know what happened. I on Facebook. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm right in front of you. We, we, we. He was so, ah, uh, that story's so dumb. Because. But that entire album is so good. I it's not better me. than. What's that last Miguel album? Was it Wild Heart? Look, you can't even think of the album. That's how was, trash was Miguel Wild is. Heart. No, Miguel is not trash. I think. Six, Miguel's best album? Six Lack is better than Miguel. No. Yes. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Not his in, last two albums were fire. Six Lack does not have anything that is better than Kaleidoscope Dreams. Six Lack is better than Miguel. Nobody has a better album than Kaleidoscope Dreams. Six Lack is better. Name every name every song on Kaleidoscope Dreams right now without looking at your phone. Um, I can name most. You have Kaleidoscope Dreams. Where's Obviously. the fun in forever? You have a door. You have. Right, so you don't have a door. You have a door. That's what I said, Adorn. You said door. You could listen to it back when I say it. Um, where's the fun? Uh, listen, I don't have to exactly, name every song. You name every song on fucking Blonde. Nikes. You have. It's mad simple to remember. You're, you're asking me to remember the name of Godspeed. every song off of an album that came out in like 2012. It was a whack album. Nobody's listening to that. Kaleidoscope Dreams was a whack album? Yes. Manny, I have the entire album. Uh, the, the moment I hear this, like, Miguel, what are you doing in the booth? Yeah. Tell me about that pussy. I'm like, oh, shut this shit off. That song is fire. Six Lack is better than Miguel. I am 100% jacking that. East Atlanta Love Letter, great album. It's not better than Kaleidoscope Dreams. And I know his name is pronounced Black. I'm being an asshole and calling Yeah, him we're Six being Black. sarcastic. So, and then Free Six Lack. Great album. Oh, my God. Great album. It's not better. Kaleidoscope Dreams was so good. And it's... The only bad song on there is the Adorn remix with Wiz Khalifa. I want you to put a survey on your Instagram like you did last time when you thought Party Party 2 was great. And everybody was like, yo, that shit's trash. Party Next Door 2 was phenomenal. I want you to do... If people prefer Black, I mean Six Like... Or, or Miguel. Or Miguel. Because he... Listen, Miguel... All right, pick pick his best album, and then I'll put it against what? Kaleidoscope Dreams. I can't, Is, I can't choose. Would he you choose East Atlanta Love Letter or Free Six Like? I actually feel Free Six Like, because I feel like every song on there is just great. I randomly... That was the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that would probably be his biggest one. Because uh, he went touring on the... If, if, I listened to him before he went touring on the week. I would have went to the weekend tour and probably had the best time of my life. I, I went to the weekend I, tour. All you would have heard was ah. Yo, ah, we ah, were. So it was. It was me, Ruben, it's John. Crazy how big of a fan I am, and I haven't been to. Uh, I think the only concert I've ever been to in my life is that Kanye concert. Yeah, and, and that was I've, the greatest experience. I've seen. Life. I've gone to like over twenty concerts at this point, and I haven't been to a concert until I turned like nineteen or twenty. But that weekend concert. When he started singing Angel over the acoustic guitar, we were all... I looked over, and then I had tears in my eye. I was crying. And I look over at Ruben and John and them. John is fucking bawling. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben is crying. Brian is over here mad emotional. I'm like, I'm just glad I'm not the only one. Everybody's smoking around me. I'm like, ah, oh, this Listen, is... Listen, 
This is so sad. My first concert was a Life of Pablo concert before Kanye went crazy and had to like start ranting. That's, that's yeah, the one thing. This that, was, that was like one day before. It was like the last and, show. Oh my god! We just, just a, barely made the cut. Just the first song when he when he lets the instrumental start playing for Father Stretch My Hand. Oh, and it's just building and building and oh my god! You have but it was building even before the show even started. I know it was just it was just the instrumental yeah, the entire like, time, mm, and then he started getting ready. Oh yeah. my. God, yeah, 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 best moment of my life. Because when I finally dropped, everybody just went crazy. Oh, but we're definitely doing a poll on Kaleidoscope Dreams versus Free Six Lack. Because I'm not gonna let you fucking lie on Miguel's. It's name. crazy how like he acknowledges that people call him Six. There's literally a song that he has with uh, this chick called Jesse Reyes. His first late, his first verse, literally the first words of the song is. Hi, my name is Black. Sometimes people call me Six Like I don't mind because they're stubborn, but my bank account is looking mighty fine. That's terrible. He acknowledges. I, yeah. Listen, it sounds good when he sings it. Yeah, I was about to say, that doesn't even sound nice. It's, when, what, listen to him singing. You're like, yeah, okay. Listen, Miguel, if sex was a sound, it would be his sound. No, it wouldn't be. Trey Song would probably be a sex sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Trey like... Trey Songz I don't like Trey Songz. I feel like he fell, like, yeah. way off. He doesn't even do anything. Has, I'm not um, I'm not a fan of Trey Songz. I'm not a fan of I'm Chris fan of Brown. Chris Brown, actually, like, I like a couple of songs. I, there was, like, three songs off the last album that was, like, 40 songs that I was, off the first listen, I was like, oh, this is actually fucking fire. I wouldn't, like, I don't know. Like, to me, the only type... I like that slow R&B type of shit. Yeah. I, like, I don't like I pop like, R&B. I just like hip-hop as well. Yeah. And then, like, you know, I'll throw somebody get thrown in there every now and again. But Ta-da. Ta-da, 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 ta-da. pretty much it. I don't really like that pop kind of R&B. I mean, Chris, I, uh, I like some of his songs. I'm, I'm probably What's that more... song with the double mint gum? Forever. That's his, hell, hell, hell. that's his best song. That's his best song. You remember it for the commercial? <laughs> yes, that's the only song of his I liked until oh. this year. Was now, I remembering Drake for the Sprite commercial that I saw at every movie theater, where his time. head exploded and then it, he just, it, he it just his head. last name. <laughs> that commercial was so awkward On to look at. Every movie theater, every every time, every Regal called. Cinema, every time that's yep. all you saw. And Whitestone, uh, Bay Plaza. Shout out to you. <laughs> but um. I don't even know how we got to R&B, but real quick, did you watch, well, since it just passed, did you watch uh, SummerSlam or NXT? No, because I'm always working when their pay-per-views are on, uh, but I always read the, like, the cliff notes, basically, <laughs> because that's all I can really do. That's how I keep up with wrestling. I'm you like, can hey, be- hey, Bleacher Report, what's going on? <laughs> just sit there like, oh, well, uh, looks like uh, John Cena won. Uh, so it's a good match. Like, um, I know that uh, Velveteen Dream is doing his thing. You um, should go back and watch Seth versus Brock Lesnar. Apparently, that was really good. That match was fun. Even if you didn't like Seth, you came out and you were like, let's fucking go. I think the only thing, the last, I mean, I went to WrestleMania. That's, that's, yeah, I'm going next year. That was year, cool. So. You know, even though I had a, a giant post in front of my face the entire time, <laughs> and I, had to, I had to watch the TV. But Kofi Kingston won. <laughs> I was there for that. I'll never forget that. Was it worth it seeing it in person? Yes, 100%. Right. I actually still have the WrestleMania ticket in my wallet. Jesus, I, I uh, you should probably it. hang that up somewhere or something. No, nah, I keep it with me. Why not, Kofi Kingston? Nah, you're supposed to keep the burner on you. And Listen, I got the blicky on me at all times. Nah, you have the ticky on you. I got the blicky. <laughs> <laughs> I got the blicky and the ticky. But yeah, so um, some notable matches were um, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. I don't know if you know who those people are. 
They sound Japanese. <laughs> Candice LeRae is American. Io is Japanese. Yes, that match was good. The Adam Cole versus yeah, Johnny Gargano I, I match. That was, that, I mean, that, if Gargano is in a wrestling match with anybody, it's gonna yeah, be it's going to be a slapper. That one you have to go rewatch. Well, watch Gargano for the first should just time. Debut on the main roster and immediately start feuding with AJ Styles. He should. It's going to well, be the greatest wrestler. No, no. AJ felt AJ needs to feud with him. He just needs to. I don't even know how you would introduce him Tommaso into the main Champ, roster. When he comes back. Is it to be great? He's close to being ready. I, I would say by the fall. Wintertime, he's going to be back. Speaking of wrestling, too, Dean Ambrose left, and now he's like on a losing streak in AEW? Yes. Well, no, on New Japan, because they have the G1 tournament. Oh. It's basically a summer-long tournament that ends with, if you win, if you have like the most points, you get a, a, a title match at Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom's like their WrestleMania type shit. Yeah, no. So the G1 starts in like the beginning of summer and ended this weekend that just passed. And, like, you, you get points based on if you won by pin, if you won by submission, how many wins you have. So if you have the most points at the end, that's how you win. And Dean, I think he won most of his matches at first and then just lost everything. But that was because he couldn't fight in the U.S. So they were like, there's no fucking point in doing this shit. If he can only wrestle in Japan. And by the time Wrestle Kingdom happens, he's going to be full-time at AEW. Because that shit happens in January. So they're going to debut in, uh, what is it, October, I believe? And nobody gives a fuck about You think he comes back to the WWE eventually? Yeah, when AEW, when people realize that it's not as great as it seems, because the way that they're doing shit now is kind of fucking whack. But we'll, they, they haven't even aired their first episode, so we don't know. WWE is, is like a black hole right now, because you got people like... Imagine Braun. You know, remember how Braun, like over Braun Strowman was? Yeah. He lost to Brock clean multiple times, and now he's like helping Seth Rollins. Yeah. It's like Braun Strowman should have been a champ by now. Drew McIntyre should have been a champ. But by now. I feel like they know something that we don't because yeah, they, imagine if Ryback won. Right. Remember when he was like, super over? Yeah, and then he lost. He he yeah he lost to CM Punk in a I think it was a ladder yeah, match. The Shield interrupted. Yeah, but I feel like if Ryback would have won. It probably wouldn't have been as good as we thought it would have been. No, Braun Strowman puts on great matches. He's super athletic for his size. Yeah. Drew McIntyre put on puts on great matches. He was doing it in the indies and then oh, did it on. The you should have seen the match that he just had on Monday with Apollo Cruz. No, no, no not no, no, uh, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, and then that shit was Roman heat. just had a good match with uh, Buddy Murphy, aka the greatest wrestler in the world. Do you world. know why I don't like Buddy Murphy? Was because when he was the NXT Tag Team Champions, his his intro was dubstep. The dubstep shit. I was just like, get the fuck off my team. But do you remember how I was a fan? And I was like, let's fucking go. I remember when they won. And all of y'all hated them. And I was the only one like, these guys, they're on NXT every day. They win. And nobody says anything. Look, they fucking won. I still hate them. Do you know why? Because their music is trash. Well, one of them is in a group called the Forgotten Sons. I like the Mohegan son. They have a good Do you remember his name? Do you remember the other guy's name? <laughs> Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake. That's why he's Blake in the for- <laughs> That's why he's in the Forgotten Sons. Because nobody <laughs> nobody remembers him. When I was at uh, NXT twenty five in Connecticut, he had a they had a match it was like a four way ladder match for the uh, tag team titles. And when they came out, everybody was chanting, we forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever. That, oh, man. That, that, like, WWE, like, even the revival. 
They're so good. No, they were just on the main event of Raw. Yeah, you got to so, give it to them. No, but like they're the they top lose guys all the time. That's like when you when you brought over the Bullet Club. Everybody's like the fucking Bullet Club. No, but they're here's good brothers. Here's what I feel happens all the time. But now they're win- They're do, the tag team. Do titles. you remember the Ascension? How good the Ascension was in NXT, and we were like, "Yo, that tag team finisher is freaking yeah, disgusting." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe these. They're going to be so good on the main roster. They became Trash. jobbers. Then you had the Fashion Files and then Fandang. First of all, the Fashion Files, I don't know why randomly they popped it up on my YouTube suggested. Still great. You watch all of them? I just, you're like, oh, I don't know why this bullshit's here. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm caught listen, up. That's what YouTube does to you. Uh, they're well, back together now well, on know, NXT. Because, uh, and then, like, re- literally randomly, I'll be on YouTube one night and I'm like, they're like, people making contact with the EFA's pitch. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> and I click on it. Yeah, I watched, I watched one Gordon Ramsay video. That's all I get now. Hell's Kitchen. You get Hell's. No, it Did was one video regular video. To watch? Wait, which one? The Jurassic Park, but every time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did watch that one. That shit was retarded. It's fucking wrong. Oh, my God. And anytime it would happen, all you heard was, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, there, there was a lot of good matches that happened this weekend. I was fucking with it, but damn, I feel like this was like the most sports podcast of all time. I was just time. talking shit about Bryce Harper. He just hit a walk-off grand slam. Uh, yeah, he was like, hey, fuck you, Victor. <laughs> they came back from five runs down, and Bryce Harper was like, eat my dick. A walk-off grand slam. Why are you pitching to Bryce Harper? Because you have no choice. His swing is so aggressive. Yeah. He has like one of the most... like. Every time I, I watch him just swing at the baseball and it's a home run, the way he just flails his leg and then swings. It's the it's the follow through. The follow it's, it's so like he disgusting. smacks his back and everything like that. It's so disgusting. I remember when people were like Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, best two things in baseball to ever happen. And Bryce Harper was like, you know, for one season maybe. Yeah. Mike Trout's like, I'm still the fucking I'm just nice. Christian Yelich is up there now. Uh Cody Bellinger's doing his thing. And I honestly uh Christian, no. I mean, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say Chris and Yellow, the Brewers are American League? No, National. National? They're National League uh, Cody Central. Cody Bellinger is National, and then Mike Trout's probably going to win the American League MVP. Oh, for sure. It's not even not even close. I feel bad for DJ LeMay. He's like, but I'm, I'm hitting DJ. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing good. But Come on. He's not I don't my, hit home runs. But. but I would say what's more valuable, being the best player on, on a the, trash on team? On the worst team for years. And or being the best player. Not even the best player on a good team, but... The amount the most, of talent that's yeah. around you to be the best and out of all of them. Every, and he's playing multiple positions. Exactly. He's and doing he's anything. And he's like he's consistent. Mm-hmm. It's, he's been consistent all year. It's not like, oh, DJ LeMay, he was in a slump. No. Yeah. Like Aaron Judge has hit a slump. Gary Sanchez hit a slump. And then. Well, he's out now. He, now he's back. Yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, that's because he hit a slump and then he started running. I was like, ah, my hamstring again. <laughs> ah. Yeah, it's fucking then, annoying uh, at this point. Like. But DJ LeMay, from the beginning of the year to like till now, it's just so consistent. It's ridiculous. Now, I feel like you only ever have me on your podcast to talk about sports. I it just I'm ha- more. It just ha- it just person. happens that okay, way. Okay, Manny. This I know about other things. Like what? Like what do you want to talk about? Let's go. I mean, it's kind of too late now. Let's talk. No, we can talk about anything you want. Let's do another ten all minutes. We, all we literally do is music, sports, UFC, baseball. Then we start to sprinkle a little basketball Who, in there. Sprinkle a little bit of wrestling. The, the problem is. All of my friends, they either know one thing. I need somebody who I can talk about Amazing. UFC and fucking and steroids with. 
I want to be able to have these conversations. You know why the reason he talks to me about this is because I don't go out drinking consistently anymore. Oh man! Everybody's like, "Yo, fucking Long Island, bro! Yeah. Oh my god, they're so amazing!" I'm just not, even then, we haven't done anything all summer really. Like this summer's kind of been whack. Everybody was like, "Oh, 2016 summer, it's gonna be, it's gonna be lit." And I'm like, this is fucking a boring 2019. Listen, it's called being an adult. Yeah, like I'm working 13 hours a day. Listen, that's August, not fun. August 30th. That's all I care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. August 30th. Victor's Barbecue. If you want to pull up, don't, don't just pull hit up. me up. I'm know. I'm inviting if anybody. You, if who you show me up. up to my house, I will stick my foot up. Yeah. Listen. If, if Manny invites you, just know I'm gonna strap Manny down to a chair. I'm gonna get every dog from the block. And I'm gonna sit them on top of Manny. Well, I can't even go inside Victor's house because of his dog. Fucking. My face swelled up the last time. Listen, I'm out here inviting all the... I got I got secret guest appearances that you don't even know about from Ray's. You're going to be like, oh my God, I remember this guy. Listen, secret guest appearance. Kayvon. Kayvon's pulling up. Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if Makai doesn't pull up... That's the not fucking my name. Bar- That's not my <laughs> If Makai doesn't pull up, the fucking barbecue's a waste. Makai was probably one of my closest friends in high school. Well... That was my guy. Doesn't seem that way now. Um, but Victor, let's let's get some hot takes from all the subjects that we talked about. Like a little recap. So, what are your predictions for the? What did we talk about? Did we talked about basketball first. Yes. No, we talked about Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Are you excited for the next one? No. <laughs> you didn't even see Hobbs and Shaw. Which yeah. that movie? Fire! I went to go see honestly, it with my dad. My dad was like, I was like, Hey, you want to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And this was like the week after we saw it. And then I was like, I gotta see it again. Actually, do you know why? Because I was so tired. I was bored. I was so no. tired. I was tired, which didn't help with a three-hour long. I movie. just, I was tired when I met you there because I think I had just like, had, I was running around all day. I think I went to the gym and then showered, came home, and then went to the movies directly afterwards yeah. after running around all day. So when I went in there, I was just exhausted to begin with. Plus, it was a three-hour movie, so I f- couldn't fully grasp it. But I'm hearing about how how, how many people loved it, so I feel like I gotta watch it again. Hobbs and Shaw, I was actually going to go watch today, but I was like, ah, I might go to the movies by myself to watch fucking Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, yeah, I went with my dad. I was like, hey, you want to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And he was like, all right. And then the, the same week he goes, you want to go see Fast and Furious instead? I was like, all right, let's go. So then we go watch Hobbs and Shaw. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was my favorite like rock movie. Like It was just so entertaining. And there was the amount of surprises. Like, you're going to watch that movie and go, what the fuck? And then halfway through, you're going to go, what the fuck? You know what movie was overhyped? Lion King. I didn't even see that so bullshit. Bad. I'm not going to watch the it fucking Lion so King. Bad. It's the same movie. It is, but like... But with National Geographic, just, the Lions. It, I don't know. I, I didn't enjoy it. Like, I heard Beyonce, and I was just like... I heard it sounded like she was reading off a of paper. It just, it was so bad. Childish Gambino, I love his, his music work. It just didn't sound right coming from a lion. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It, it, it would have been, if, the animated version is just better. Mm-hmm. I don't think everything needs a, like a real A real life version, yeah. Like the Mulan movie is going to be trash. How do you, ha- how do you not have Mushu? Well, they Mulan. said they added him in now. After everybody complained, they were like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, because, <laughs> hey, you know these things that, that make the movies? Yeah. We're just taking them all out. We're just going to take them all out. You know, I was, like, actually, I heard Aladdin was good. I have to watch that. I heard Aladdin was actually really good. I am not Jasmine. I'm Aladdin. Nicki Minaj is so trash. <laughs> I support all New York music, but I will never support Nicki Minaj. Why I'm not? So, you didn't I like just, Itty Bitty, Itty Bitty Piggy? 
That was probably I actually did like, but like she's so bad. Like I just can't. She was in the club with Dwayne. I just can't listen to her music. I'm sure she's like a. I just can't. I just because the way make, she talks, it's she so random. Make, she doesn't make music for me. It's just I can't do it. <laughs> well, you're not a bad bitch. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't. You're do not it. a Barb. I just can't. Her music is so bad to me. I just I don't even want to listen to it. Oh god. Like, uh, what's that? Megatron came on. I like that. And then, like, once she started rapping, I was like, oh, I just turn this bullshit it, well, I like the, I, I just like the, the flow of it. Like, Chun-Li? What's because they what use... Is, what is Chun-Li even? What, is Street Fighter? <laughs> Laura Ben Croft. What is that? <laughs> what is that? And I don't if think you, she plays video games. I don't think she plays video games. Laura, well, come on. I just, I can't. I can't listen to her. What I about Tyler, the creator? Tyler, the creator? He's not from New York. Oh yeah, well yeah. I didn't know you were talking about. New- yeah, that makes I support sense. Never mind. all New York rappers. ASAP Rocky, Dave East, Dave East, uh, Dave East raps about getting robbed by a girl in the projects on every song. He's a great lyricist. I just so I went to the projects and then she robbed me. I just I didn't see it coming, but then she robbed me. So like, he'll hey. ever be big, like. But Dave East is a great lyricist. He's yeah. one of those. He's gonna be like a fabulous, where like everybody's cool with him in like the I music like- industry, but they don't have a song with him. I like A Boogie on some songs, but there's certain A-Boogie. songs that like he he tries to like do high pitch singing. I'm like, yo, y'all listen to this? He's Michael Jackson. No, it's <laughs> my ears are bleeding. You're screeching at me. Don't learn how to sing if you're gonna try to hit these notes. Don Q, you know, I support him. He raps like he needs to blow his nose. ASAP. Hopefully, now he's doing. Did you hear what happened? What? All right, so it has been decided. He is free, and he was found guilty. Yeah, he was found guilty, and. The fee that he had, to, well, the sentence was that he's not going to get jail time. He just has to give the victim, I think it was like $1,500, but it's split between him and the other two people he got arrested with. So he only has to pay like $300 to the victim, and that's his fucking sentence. I don't know. I'm going to go to Sweden just, just to know, beat people's asses. Just know he was like, he was like, I don't rap about like shit like Flint because I live in the Calabasas and do it. And now he got jailed. No, but that's the that's a different thing because it was it's not like yeah, but it's like you come from the same streets like these people are suffering from. Like, yeah, don't forget your roots. You he even from- went to jail in New York, like he was on right. Or- but like you can't be like I rap about like I'm and living in Calabasas and doing this other shit. That's what I'm a rap about. But it's like you came from these streets. You no, know exactly what people go to on a day. But I I knew what he was trying to say. What he was trying to say is they were like the the question was basically, I think it was why doesn't he talk on things like that. But he doesn't live the like that's I understood what he was saying. He's saying I don't live that shit. I'm over here in L.A. living my life. Like I don't. He's not involved in you know the the political landscape and fucking See, social problem. justice shit. That's the problem because it's like if I make it out the Bronx, right? That's the problem with like shit nowadays because it's just like. What, what, what do you plan on doing? I just want to get out. You know, I want to make it out the Bronx. I want to do that. But it's like, okay, now you made it out. Instead of making it a better place, you're just like, I'm, I'm abandoning where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's why the Bronx is being gentrified. Because it's just like, yeah, I made it out. But now I'm not going to do anything to help these people that are stuck there with me. It's just like, well, I'm good now. I live in Calabasas. Like, I get it. Like, oh, I'm, this is what I'm living now. But it's like, you don't forget where you started. There's people yeah. that couldn't make it out and didn't have the opportunities or couldn't get to the places because of situations. So, like, I feel like 
you should have a right to help the people that can't make it because they don't have the, the situations or the luck or the, you know, they're not as fortunate as you did. Yeah. That's why, like, the Bronx is being gentrified. No, I agree, but it's the, it's one of those things where I don't expect everyone to have it all figured out. Like, I'm not, you know, going in this, like, he should be doing this. If he wants to do it, he'll end up doing it. It doesn't all have to be done now. Like, he's fucking, like, 20, he's, like, 29 or some shit But like I, that. I just feel like you should... You should always try to give back to where you came from because it's like that's where you started. Yeah, and there's people less fortunate there than you that helped you get to where you at, and you should you owe those people. I just I hope that we're all wrong, and he's probably like doing shit if on he the does, side, like I, I and then I'm he just doesn't say doesn't tell people because like, there's people that do do that. Hopefully, he's one of those people. Jaden Smith was to fucking put a baseball bat up his asshole on stage. I don't care. Do you know why? Because this he's a great person. Everybody. He goes to Flint. He's not even. It's not like his dad's from Michigan. Yeah. Nobody he knows. He's just he was raised people. rich. He doesn't fucking know. Like he is what ASAP Rocky was saying. He was from you know L.A. His father came, grew up poor, but he he provided him a luxurious life that. 99% of every person on this earth will not understand because they they can't get to that level of of wealth. And he's like, "You know what? With my money and with my voice, I'm going to help people. I'm going to provide free water. I'm going to sell water where all the proceeds go to give other people water that can't get it and shit like that." There's a kid that's younger than both of us. That's crazy. Yeah. He's I, like I just feel like, you know, listen, you 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 owe the the people that you left behind something. Yeah. I'm not saying you owe them everything, but at least yeah, because give back to the community. Because there's, there's people that will be like, yo, you just forgot about us. Some people don't deserve it. Like, I'm not saying, you know, you, you have to give back to everybody and your money should go back to the people to help you get there. Obviously, but like, give back to the community so yeah. that the kids that are living there now don't have to go through the way you go through. Yeah. To go through that struggle. At, at, at least one inspire point, one person to fucking point, do better. At one the Bronx was burning and now the Bronx is thriving and people are trying to gentrify it so. i don't think the bronx could ever be gent- well if it and does fully, happen it's not happening soon because it, it, it you can't fully gentrify i went to i went to hunts point and hunts point is where they're trying to gentrify and there's like it's still very rough over there yeah you ain't getting those Listen, people I'm out of along with Avenue. yeah I grew up right it's there very Africa. very rough over there so so it i don't hopefully i don't like the bronx being gentrified because, you know, I'm always in the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx, you know. I, I, it's not like I have one area to claim because I was always moving around and no, bullshit. Long would I have, that's me. Nah, I'm, up. I'm over here. I'm, I I could claim 170. I could claim Castle Hill. Six train. You know, there's mad Same shit. Raymond's. I claim the Metro, the, 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 metro. the MTA. The oh, MTA so is my fucking... Six train, four train, that's all I need. And then you have, you got, listen, Castle Hill. Shout out to St. Raymond. Yeah, that, that's... Long that, would I have. That's basically it. But keep the Bronx hood forever. Yeah, yo, keep the Bronx lit. I, I like it dangerous, you know. Don't so, keep it completely dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it dangerous to keep the white people out, you know. Yeah, don't, don't, don't let them take over what we have. But give Victor before you get out of here. Give us a hot take on the. We'll revisit these two at some point because I'm gonna need to talk sports again. But give us your hot take on the upcoming NBA season. What do you think? Uh, hot takes on Clippers are the way. It's not really a hot take. Clippers nah, that's win. a Luke. Pelicans, warm. Pelicans will be the sixth seed. Six. Pelicans a sixth seed. Six. I think the Pelicans will range from the eighth to the sixth seed. The Pelicans will make the playoffs. I think they get in at eight. If they do get in, it'll I be. I think eight. they can make it to the sixth seed. The Pelicans. Oh, you Pelicans th- will make the playoffs. My other hot take: the Raiders will be a good team this season. Oh, of course. I know they will. 
My other hot take. Yeah, I was gonna say give what's one from every sport. So baseball, Miami will be good within the next three years. I'd say longer. Even Jeter said, "Give us seven years, got, and we they got, got it. they got some prospects that I'm no, they do, so, and they still have more prospects. To Miami draft. will be good in the next three years. You got UFC, UFC. Um, let's see, Dustin Poirier will be Khabib. Would you are you willing to put money on that? No, because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Khabib. I'm not, not in his home country, but a country run by Muslim people. Listen, so it has nothing to do with what's going on in the octagon. It does because Dustin Poirier, I, I, he's probably like mentally gonna be fucked with that match. I, I wouldn't be, Dustin, I wouldn't feel safe Dustin, to be over. Dustin Poirier there. built himself from the ground up. Dustin Poirier is not even supposed to have the belt. He was supposed nah, to be like that but, middle team. No, but I'm saying just to move around in Saudi Arabia He'll be right. or Abu Dhabi, wherever it is. I'm like, eh, he'll be alright. I'll be shook he'll if be I'm right. a guy from Louisiana. Listen, if he wins, just know you heard it here first. Yeah, uh, you, heard it, you heard it here first. And then a music take. Give us one music take. And then we'll get team. out of here. I mean, I already gave you a hot take that black is better than me. Go. Get the yeah, get that shit out of here. But I hope you all enjoyed. This has been the last stop. I'm gonna try to get back to you guys weekly. You're too busy with Forex, man. Yeah. It, well, no, Forex. He said, "I'm too busy with Forex." <laughs> stock trading. <laughs> no, no, stock si- stock trading or whatever that bullshit is. You, you doing plus sizes now? No, no, no. I'm. Act- I actually lost weight. Since July, since August fifth, I lost eleven pounds. Or I went from two thirty-five, and now I'm two twenty. So fifteen pounds. Oh, you're heavier than me. But I don't know what I did to lose this weight. Basketball. Yeah, I do play a lot of basketball. That is true. And not July, since August. So August fifth till today. Today's the fifteenth. In ten days, eleven pounds or fifteen pounds. Anyway, so, I'm sure I'll be back. Yeah, this has been uh, the last stop. Follow me on all platforms. Yeah, yeah, Victor, tell people where to follow you. Let's not forget that. Instagram, uh, DJ Piragua underscore. Learn how to spell Piragua or just look it up. Twitter, DJ Piragua, no underscore. Yeah. Aim. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Blackberry, all of that. Hit him up on the BBM. Don't hit me up on Snapchat. I don't know you. Yeah, Snapchat. Snapchat I don't even use too, that bullshit. Snapchat's too personal. I don't know you like that. Uh, well, me, you can follow me at Silk Durag on Twitter and at Last Stop Manny on Instagram, but I don't use any of that shit besides Twitter. Um, yeah, Twitter is where I get all my shit off. But yeah, I hope you enjoy and look out for the next episode. He's getting, he's getting shit off the pictures on Twitter. Uh, not like that.